the Guns and Brews show. Yeah. I thought our last intro was better. Yeah, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just excited. It's great to have you here in the studio. In the flesh. We're in the Hawaiian Isles studio. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Sponsored by Hawaiian Isles. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. It's we, good we, to see we, it. we We determined earlier it's been six months since we've been live. Unbelievable. My God, what happened the, to the us? The longest stretch since the inception of the Cosmic Brew by far. It, it is. It is. Well, we got a lot going on. Yep. And... Um, you know, I'm sure our listeners are, are way interested in all that. But yes. uh, man, it's good to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're gonna we're gonna rock this show out. We yeah, got it's it's the time. It it, it, it it's is the time. We, it's 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 all of our yakking and complaining and all this is is led to this moment. Playoffs are here. Well, the playoffs are here, and um, it, there was a red wedding yesterday uh, in Sacramento. <laughs> It was uh, quite a day. Uh, your Lakers. My Lakers. Woo! Are, are, are making waves. Let me tell you what. The NBA got really cool for like four days. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, you had Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki retiring. Those were really cool retirements, oh, by the way. That was, that was the other thing that, that uh, I saw and them were talking about was like they got into the whole Pierce and Gabrielle Union thing and all that. Yeah. I didn't hear what Gabrielle Union said, but apparently she tried to equate like... Paul Pierce not not liking uh, or thinking that he's better than Dwayne Wade to like some sort of like civil rights issue or something like that. But like, like it was like, you know, black on black hate or something like that. Did she take a picture fist in the air? <laughs> you know, like I don't quite know that this is a, as far as uh, black people's rights. I don't think that Dwayne Wade not being recognized by another player as being as good as him is gonna, you know. I, I think that there's other issues. They didn't, they didn't think the civil rights movement fifty years with that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, the Dwayne Wade um, retirement was really cool. Watch him get a triple double was really cool. Um, I mean, he goes out on a high note. Couple game winner, at least a game winner. Um, yeah. On that crazy shot, he got to hop up on the table, the, and then he he tried to hop up on the table. I think in that last game, and totally biffed it, just like an old dude would. Oh, nice. Like if, if you hit a game winner, yeah. Like and in, in say that you were playing in an arena, you right, hit a game right, winner, right. you're just excited, the crowd's cheering. <laughs> but you're 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 this age at this level of athleticism, <laughs> and you go to jump on. The scorer's table. That's what it would have looked like. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Good for him. And then Dirk was balling like a baby, which I totally get. Uh, sure. The, uh, at, during his retirement, actually in San Antonio, they did a um, video montage. and Yeah. Some of that stuff still, uh, still doesn't rub me right, though. A lot of this, like... The, the the retirement parade or the the parades the monta the, the video thing when well, guys the, leave. the video thing has always bugged you it's bugged me a lot and especially when a guy chooses I'm pretty to sure leave. Damari Carroll got up yeah right in Atlanta I for mean, their whatever they got yeah I mean come on second third round yeah I, I mean it's it's getting to the point where it's just crazy and then like so someone was bringing up like. You Pretty know, sure Ben McLemore got him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sacramento. Welcome back to the Lakers, Smush Parker. You know, like, what's his, you know, like, first they got the all-star thing, you know, and they got to be on the all-star team, and 
you know, everyone they're like teams that like don't I could see like if you're Miami and you know Chicago or one of the teams that you actually had a rivalry with did something for you, you know? Maybe Boston, like the Spurs did something for Wade because right, they had know, those finals against each other. You know what all is, it's all about, though? It's about the viral moment. That team, their marketing department, their yeah. game ops, they want that viral moment. And But it's just, it's just, it comes off as corny to me. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to do a video tribute for Dirk Nowitzki in, you know, Indiana. It's like... Yeah, we remember all those great Maverick Indiana series. I mean, like, you know, like, it just... Is Indiana the most, like, <laughs> just vanilla basketball team you've ever seen in your life? Even though like, they're not? They, they've got Reggie Miller in their history, and, and I'm sure dating back to the old days, there's... Who, who are the great Indiana Pacers of all Man, time? Well, that great... that, that Chuck Person. Yeah, geez, going to jail. They, they had a... Well, they had Mark Jackson. That good team was Mark Jackson and Miller. Right, right. And uh, that, not that left Shrempa. Rick Smits, who was a very underrated player. The Davis brothers. The Davis brothers were. They were, they were good. What's up? It, yeah. Was it? Um, was it Dale Davis? Dale Davis, Davis and was the, the Antonio enforcer. Davis and Dale Davis. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good. Uh, then um, you know they brought Jalen Rose. Was the, I think he started the three, and they had Austin Crozier off the bench. Well, look at you going deep. Going deep. Because I mean, they, they were good for a while. They just couldn't get over the hump until they finally got to the finals and they had to do a Shaq and Kobe. But like, they were good because Larry Brown built that. Larry Brown and uh, I think the GM was Wolf built that team. And then then Brown went to Detroit, I think. And then and, uh, Larry Bird took over as the coach. But I miss they were, the, the they good Artes for a while. Pacers. Oh, yeah. There you go. Now, that's a great, you know, my uncle loves that team. He he loves that team because he he's like because when you look at the talent they had on that team they had a lot of players and they kind of just like it was one of those situations where everybody was the same age and so there was like no veteran except for uh, you know was Reggie Miller even still in the league on that team he must have been there's a lot of people that just know Reggie Miller as an announcer cause that's true that he yeah they they have no idea what he did and. Um, yeah, no, Indiana is a uh, – there. I, I would say most people don't even know, like, a single player <laughs> on the Indiana Pacers right now. Like, if you if you go to man-on-the-street interview with a, with a go, hey, what do you think the Indiana Pacers' chances of making the playoffs? Yeah. They're, like, they're like, nah, they're not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got a playoff show. We're going to record that one later today. Yes. And, 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 and we'll talk about playoff stuff then. Um, but this was a big, big, big – Four days in the NBA. I think probably because, um, yeah, the Lakers, man. <laughs> the Lakers. What a, a blank bleep bleep show of um, just. The feces are falling, man. Yeah, everything hit the fan at once. And uh, in classic Magic Johnson fashion. <laughs> and, and, and there was a story. Um, Tanya Kanjuli, I believe, is her last. I don't know, I'm getting the pronunciation screwed up, but um, LA Times wrote about possibly Magic facing some sort of like allegations of harassment in the uh, workplace that oh, like, really? might have caused this. That's really? still being fleshed out. Sure. And um, it's something I think that the Lakers knew about for a very long time. So there, I don't think there's any surprises there, but because um, ESPN, that, the, they were kind of sniffing around trying to write a story so pretty much i think everybody in the building knew 
there was a story, but yeah. there wasn't anything. Um, nothing stuck so far, right? But everybody's trying to figure out why, right? He Magic Johnson just up out of nowhere. <laughs> Nobody at the team knew he was going to do it. He just sort of got in front of a camera or many cameras and yeah. spoke for an hour and like. Like, look like a therapy session almost, you know? <laughs> In a classic, <laughs> like, he, I guess, really rich people. <laughs> really rich people, they, the people, like, just listen to them. Yeah. Because he went on for an hour. Mumbling about nothing, right? Right, yeah. I, I kind of... He was like a tame version of the Kavanaugh hearings or something. Just kind of rambling on about God knows what. And not, I mean, like, what are you talking about? She's your sister and all this. What are you talking about, dude? Spit it out. Like, what are you, what are you well, and, and, do? Well, and, and so basically to catch everybody up, if you've been under a rock, Magic Johnson resigned in his position with the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, there's just sort of upheaval everywhere. Um, Magic reportedly wanted to get rid of Rob Polinka. Oh god. Um <laughs> then also Luke Walton's been on the chopping block right forever. Right. And um since magic got there. <laughs> and we'll talk about how that links into the Sacramento Kings here in a second. Uh but the um what ends up happening now is Magic resigns then Luke Walton is on a second life it appears cuz without an extension Right, right, yeah, yeah. They got to figure out what they're doing in L.A. Right. Um, there's this guy named LeBron that's just sort of off to the side yeah. that could um, easily tip the scales. Though, we'll talk about this in a, in a second here. Does LeBron have the juice that he that he had probably entering last season? You know, when he signed as a free agent with the Lakers. Um, which is funny because it's kind of why the why this has been so ill put together is like you know the it worked in Miami because Pat Riley is in charge and he backed this coach a hundred percent from day one. Mm. LeBron signed a four year contract. He had no juice, but the Lakers voluntarily <laughs> decided to turn over the organization to him. They they had no. He wanted to be in L.A. The Clippers really didn't make a serious offer. He wanted to be in L.A. So it wasn't like, so they, they, they got LeBron and like, oh, okay, we better do everything we can to make LeBron happy. Screw LeBron. Run your damn team. <laughs> you know? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what but, are you, but, it's okay for Cleveland to do that because they always sign up with those one-year deals. You know? The Lakers aren't in that position. They have him. <laughs> they well, have him locked. I mean, about the. I mean, the one-year deal thing is is very player centric. It's player player friendly because now you can just sort of do what you want. Right. Um, there's downsides to it. I mean, look at Kevin Durant. He's got this constant question of where are you playing? Right. Dogging him. Right. And um, yeah, we'll see how that ends out. Yeah. But uh, getting him for four years theoretically should be a good thing. Right. But. Um, you know, we'll see about LeBron and his uh, physicality and, and what that does to his game. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of question marks I have oh. about whether or not he's going to be kind of Carl Malone-ish. Like, well, late, late, late career Carl Malone-ish. Yeah, like, what he needs to do, which he hates to do, and every time he does it, it's not success, he needs to go down to the block. 
Yeah, he's, he's if a big he, guy. Like, even, like, even if they have to bring back the ex- pretty much the core of what they have, like, if you throw LeBron on the, on the block and play through him th- on the block and have every single coach have to do the whole song and dance every game, every minute of, I'm going to put a, a small guy in, he'll bully him. If I put in a big guy in, he'll go back. But right now, LeBron is a three. He cannot get by threes. No, no. He just can't do he it. Can't, it's, it's, he can't get by fours sometimes. He's got... It's funny for people to call him the best player of all time. He has no wiggle no. to his game. No. I mean, he can cross over a little bit, Yeah, but it's there's no wiggle. No. You know, you're not shaking anybody left to no. right with LeBron. He's just pulling past you. That first step is gone. Which, if, if you're going to bull past people, um, you know, it'd be nice to be able to do that. Like, yeah. you're, you're not able to do that yeah. anymore. So you're seeing kind of like the way Carm- Carmelo Anthony just sort of had this insta decline. You know, yeah. like yeah. when 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 the wheels fell off for right. him, uh, I think you know LeBron can sh- still shoot. He can still you know get his his stats and his um, you know his production. But he's it's it's been bad, and uh, it looks bad on defense too. But but the big story is really about Magic. Yes, it is. And um, what are the Lakers doing now? We <laughs> talked a little bit before the show about nepotism. Yes. And. And now it's all coming to the you know the light really right. um, a lot of hit pieces on the Lakers and um, how stupid they are right yeah yeah and, uh, you know Jeannie Buss is in, in charge after she forced her brother uh, yes out of the organization um, yeah another great basketball mind I think I know right and uh, Rob Polinka everybody Rob Polinka yeah. there's some great stuff coming out of this story like Rob Polinka used to go into meetings apparently. As an agent, reportedly, no. As the in, in his capacity, okay. As um, what's his title? He's the GM. He's GM. Yeah, it still doesn't make sense to me. Um, mostly because I just don't think you bring in an agent. Well, to, the, well, the Warriors did it. So yeah, if, the but, war, if the Warriors do something, I, that I mean, means I that know, I know you, that Rob Polinka acted in a lot of '80s movies as Rob Lowe. Yes, but like he didn't play ball. He right? Didn't, he did not. He, you know, like. Well, no, he he he's he's he was on the Fab Five team. Polinka was. Yeah, he was off the bench for them. I did not know that. That's how he got his thing. I think he was Chris Webber's agent. Oh, uh, or, 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 or so one of the, he was he I, was. I, that's how he got into the agent game. Is he was like either Jalen Rose or one of those dudes? They yeah, Polinka was a, he was a three point shooter for them. My God. Yeah, yeah. He, he came I off thought the he bench. just acted in. No, movies. no, he came off the bench on the Fab Five. He was one of the guys that had to take a step back because he was already there when they brought in the five freshmen. He had to go to the bench. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so why is he so screwy then? I don't think he he doesn't know what he's doing. Like I mean, I listen to him talk, and it's just like you know. Unicorns and rainbows and and just like they, it's so far out of left field. They the Lakers' problem is they've. I mean, like they've had so much luck. You know, like they've had a lot of luck. You know, like you're talking you, like just the history. Yeah. Is, historically, they they've had so many great players. I mean, Jerry, great players usually don't do anything really good in basketball other than be great players. But you have Jerry West, who not only was a great player, was an amazing talent uh, evaluator, an amazing GM. You have 
Magic Johnson sitting there for you at the, the first pick. You know, you trade, you know, Vladdy Divox for Kobe Bryant, who, who no one knows about. I mean, there's been like, you know, a lot. They, you know, it was like Jerry West had the first internet connection amongst NBA teams. Right. I mean, they've just, they've <laughs> just, they've just had some fortunate, and they've had, a, they've been fortunate to have a lot of really good, capable people in the building. But this idea that we have to stay with the Lakers and stay in house is like stupid now because there is no Jerry West there anymore. There is no, you know, there's no, there's nobody like, they're still trying, she's still right, as of now, trying to scurry around, trying to find who could be the next president in the building. No one in the building could be the next president. No one in the building could be the next president. Well, (laughs) you have uh, to find someone that's good at this. I mean, this was the story I was going to get to about Polinka. Like, he would go into meetings and he would be like, hey, everybody, where's Magic? Knowing that Magic wasn't in the room, like, that he oh, was yeah. kind of, like, yeah. loafing around. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And trying to, like, draw attention to the fact that, like, hey, sure. hey, where's Magic? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just, like, that kind of BS, you know, like, if you have a problem with Magic Johnson's attendance, yeah, just go to Magic and ask him right. or, you know, talk to somebody about it. Don't stand in a meeting and be like, hey, where's Magic? Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff. And I know that's prevalent inside of NBA culture. It's a cutthroat yeah. environment. I, it, and it's funny, too, because like being in, in outside business, yeah. like, yeah, that stuff happens everywhere. But in the NBA, it is petty. It is it, like... It's- Yes, it is like imagine a used car lot on steroids. Yeah, like these people are hilariously cutthroat, but in sort of like a schlocky manner. Yeah, Um, it's it's a really weird environment. The NBA. Yeah, in that respect, a lot of used car salesmen out there. Yeah, but the high end version. The high end, right? (laughs) They're the used carsmen at the Bentley dealership instead. Yeah, Uh, I guess if you're going to sell used cars on Bentley. Yeah, but like. so where do you go from here if, if you're the Lakers? I, I'm just intrigued by this. And then, of course, we got the Kings yesterday firing Dave Yeager, which, you know, obviously we're on the ground there. So we have been sort of in, enthralled and in the middle of all that. But um, what about these Lakers? Like, um, how do they pivot out of this and do something of note? I mean, you got the, quote, greatest player of all time. Yeah. Which I'm getting more, more not irked, but like people. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show. Like he's got past like at least six other guys (laughs) before we have that conversation. (laughs) Right. Uh, um, Here's what you do, and you know, people. I don't know. Some people thought it was funny, and you know, uh, because I think I think Shaq brought it up immediately. Is put Shaq in charge? (laughs) No. Well, (laughs) even he's not that crazy. Shaq understands, unlike Magic, Shaq understands that he's a rich guy and really enjoys being a rich guy and isn't going to waste his time being a basketball front office dude. I I swear his legacy is going to be that he enjoyed commercials. Like... No one's business, yeah. Like breaking that, breaking that wall, breaking the, the breaking the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time in this he, commercial, he he is the uh, the the epitome of a great pitch man because he has so much fun. It doesn't matter what the ad is. Oh, totally. Um, uh, you were saying. But he was saying, you know, like you know, you you go over to you go across the hallway and, and beg what and beg Jerry West and like not even beg, but you have to like because he's done a gr- they've done a great job preparing for this off season. To me, like if I you know you. 
you tell whoever can talk to Jeannie Bus, you say, not only you go over there and beg, you either go apologize for the way the relationship ended, you go over there on your hands and knees, and you cry, and you hand him a blank check, and you hand, and hand him a contract, and the contract says, for years, it says, from now on. <laughs> and you make it clear that, you're, that Palinka's under you, or you can boot out whoever. That's the first move. Then after that, you go look at an organization that does it right. Maybe you steal someone from the Spurs tree, or from someone who's been under Danny Ainge, or something like that. Well, you, you do something, but you sure as hell don't get a name. People talking about Kobe Bryant. People talked about that? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? People talked about that. That is crazy. That is crazy. I mean, dude didn't even like people when he didn't even like his teammates. How the hell is he going to pitch yeah, a free agent? Do we know? Agent? Does he like people? Yeah. How the hell is he going to pitch a free agent? So he was saying, like, oh, because he's just such a he's such a film hound that he'll. Say, so what? It's a film hound? <laughs> yeah. Are you making a movie? No, as far as like you know, oh, watching, oh, watching film. film, and that's fine. That's only one aspect of the thing. And his and he watches film from the perspective of how am I going to beat that guy? Yeah, he gonna, he's not going to look at some guy like he's not going to look at a, a, a you know a, a, a Montrez Harrell and be like he'd be like oh man you know we could use some of that. He's going to look at him and be like dude that guy sucks. <laughs> There's a lot of talk about like kind of like the, how the NBA has moved because of the big money it takes to buy a franchise. The NBA has moved towards the, and I kind of roll my eyes when I hear this, but like the higher end business person, you know, so like the probably very well schooled, you know, like big time degree, you know, you, you could be a CEO of a fortune 500 company, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Like a lot of that moving into the NBA and yeah. then like the Lakers sort of being a mom and pop shop. Yeah. Not, embracing all of these new fangled you know and and i I don't know about that though i don't know about that because i i watch um you know oh i watch vladi you know vladi (laughs) vladi runs this thing like he's running a softball team (laughs) we didn't like the coach you know so we got a new one yeah press conference is over (laughs) uh yeah so um but like, I get that you got to go to Jerry West. Um, do you think it's even possible? No, nah, because I think yeah, he, yeah. he wants to win a ring. I think he's. I think they've set themselves in a position where they're going to be. You know, if they do what I think they their their goal I think is the Kawhi Leonard Durant combo down there. I think they'll be right there. So I I can't imagine that he's going to. Try to take this so you trash. Think, you heap. think that'll happen? What that, that they can pull that off? Get Kawhi and Durant. I, I think, yeah. Because I, 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 we'll see how they do in Toronto. We'll see how Tor- Toronto's playoff finish is kind of what's important. I could see them going to the finals and Kawhi bucking out for some reason. I could too. You know, like, I could too. But honestly, it, I, I could think, too. I don't think any noise. And it's funny. We'll talk about. I guess Anthony Davis for a second here. Anthony Davis wore a that's all folks yeah, shirt. I saw that, yeah. He's such and then a he, clown. He's a clown. <laughs> he just, and then he's like, oh, somebody put it out for me. I don't know what I wear. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Somebody <laughs> should do like a series of shirts that Anthony Davis could have worn. Right. <laughs> I Wait. didn't know. Dude, he's not very good at playing the babe in the woods. I mean, come on, no, dude. No. Come on, man. And then he walked out sort of like, kind of like, Ain't nothing happening here. Right. Like, no big deal. Like, yeah. I just walked out and wore my shirt. And, you know, the NBA players don't care. Right. Like, like the, people think, you know, there's a lot that care about community, family. Right. You know, doing the right thing. But, like, as far as the media goes. Yeah. 
they think it's all a joke. Right. Like literally, they the minute the media leaves the room, they start cracking on every single media member. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Like those are the funniest sure crack sessions you could ever find. Yeah, the media is also an easy target. Sure, um, but um, they, like Kawhi doesn't care. Yeah, I, I think he could end up in L.A. and and no big deal. But so like, but. You know, it's funny, too, because you got the emails from Jeannie Buss about Steve Ballmer yeah. calling him balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to get lapped, the well, Lakers. Yeah. I mean, it's a – and it doesn't – and then this, like, group of players, like, you know, how long are you going to take to to, to to get this replacement of Magic Johnson? How long are you – what are you going to do with, with, with Luke Walton? I mean, they've cut his legs out. From, they, they should have been fired already now. And I like well, Luke Walton. He, but this is this – is, there's, there's no – let, let me ask you about this. we got a lot of Kings listeners on this show okay. here today. Yeah. Talk to me about Luke Walton. Like, is he, like, a good coach? Is he – like, where would you put him in the list of coaches that are out there? Because he's probably – I think – I mean, he ain't really done nothing. Like, like Steve Kerr. I think there's two aspects to coaching in the NBA. X's and O's, culture build. There's three, culture building and personality management. Mm. And I think that Luke Walton is in one of those positions where he has, his basketball life has touched a lot of really great and interesting people. He's played with the big egos, the Shaqs and the Kobe's. He's played under Phil Jackson. He played under uh, Lute Olsen. He's played with weirdos. He's played with, and you know, because you think about Steve Kerr. <laughs> Go on. You, but you know, I mean, but you think about Steve Kerr, like he's dealing, like he, he can deal with Draymond. Dennis Rodman. So he knows how to deal with a Draymond, you know, like it's not like, you know, so he, I think he's really good. And if you look before, you know, Magic got there and even just before this last year, I mean, they had, they were starting to build a culture. I mean, you look at the last 20 games, last 25 games of last year. I mean, they were coming. I mean, they were playing D, they were winning games. It seemed like if it was a 90, you know, five game season, the Lakers probably would have made the playoffs. You know, like it was, they were really coming. So he was taking his time using whatever they whatever they gave him to 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 build a, a team and make them better than they were the year before so is he gonna come in and just like i mean I, i'm sure that if he if he because they're saying like he wants to coach next year you know it's a way better situation in uh in sacramento talent wise I oh, must, oh, I'd much rather have oh, a lot Fox Field and, and Bagley. That's a way better Honestly, situation I, than, I think than Kuzma and Lonzo Ball. And you, you know, it's not even close. It's not close. I think all three of those can threaten to be top players at their position in like two to three years. Right. So like, it's not I mean, even. It's, it's that's not a even, big three we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not even close. So, you know, and I think, you know, he, now when you get into the the drudge of a game where you got to put where you got to put your coaching balls on the table. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he can. I've always loved that expression. Yeah. Balls on the, on table. the table. Yeah. Like back in the day, it was like, you drop your balls on the table Yeah. <laughs> in order to make the deal. Right. You're like, you know, in the medieval days, you're like balls on the table, balls on the table, balls on the table. Right. Done. You, yeah. But you, if you're talking about, if it's like, 
if you go in like if it's tie game and if it's a tied game with four minutes left and he's got to go go back and forth with Carlisle, I don't know if he's there. You know, yeah, I don't there's know. been a lot of bad stuff that's popped up. Like, right. I mean, I remember it was it Zubac was just getting crushed out there in a pick and roll, and there was a defensive possession one night, and they just left him in. And there. they left him in, yeah. And so and they're it was like, wait, what? That was pretty simple. And there's something to be said for pressure, like not like the Laker pressure. I think he was ready for that, but this whole like, I think the idea that you can't do your job. It's gonna trickle into how you do your job, you know. Like you, if you are constantly, just you know, every day you wake up and everyone is talking about how it's just a matter of time before you're fired. You well, know, this and this is into, like this backs into that. LeBron. Huh? This backs into LeBron. Well, sure. I mean, that's the big elephant it, it, in the room it, here. It, it is, does, but they didn't. They didn't give him a chance with that, you know. And like they, you know, that if Magic's telling them when Magic's recruiting LeBron, if he's telling them, you know, <laughs> I'm not, you know, Lucas Genie's guy, and you know, just give a, you know, give him some time, and if he slips enough, we're gonna, you know, um, he's gonna be gone, and you know, why should LeBron care that what? I mean, really about like coach to that degree, like because I, I would say most NBA people would agree, agree with this statement. You got probably like five really good coaches in the league, maybe seven, something yeah. like that, and then you got five really terrible coaches that are just like awful, should not have been given a clipboard, right? And then everybody else in the middle is practically the same, right? So, like, are you so hung up on getting Greg Popovich to coach the Lakers if you're LeBron, like? Well, I don't think he wants Greg Popovich to coach the team. No, 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 no. no. That would that wouldn't actually work. <laughs> he would never want him. No, he wants Greg somebody Popovich. like Ty Lue, or. But still, even like I don't know that Ty Lue in Cleveland is really who Ty Lue is as a coach. No, we won't be able to know no, until he no. until he gets another shot. So I think this all backs into LeBron, and and this is part of why I think it's hilarious when people talk about him as the best player of all time. I mean, he's been such a damn handful. Yeah, his whole freaking career. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players that don't. You can't say that about. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> I mean, think about think about this. Like, he the first time in Cleveland, he couldn't keep Carlos Boozer there. <laughs> Carlos Boozer, like this idea that LeBron's like this great recruiter. Carlos, Bo- think about like how we would be looking at Carlos Boozer's career if he played another like five years with LeBron James. He could be he could be teetering on the Hall of Fame possibly. Is it sad that when I think of Carlos <laughs> yeah. Boozer's career, I don't think of the twenty and tens. I just think of when he used that stuff for his hairline. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally, first thing you say Carlos Boozer, and I go, "Damn, that one night he had just all sorts of hair." Yeah, and uh, but like, but, but he of, couldn't keep him. Yeah, but I, think about that. You know, like some when you're talking about, and I think unfortunately this summer uh, you look at the free agents. There's like. The guys that they'd have a shot that they might have a shot at are like so anti drama. There's no like, there's no way that Clay Thompson they can offer Clay Thompson a hundred million dollars. He's not going to the Lakers. There's absolutely no way that he that he would go to the Lakers. That is a a nightmare. He would he would create like the, Clay Thompson doesn't even. I don't know if he likes people. You know, <laughs> for him to have to talk about LeBron James stuff on a regular basis or Kawhi Leonard. Like, come on. I think he. Would in an interview probably just like look at somebody and not say a damn word? Yeah, like that. That's, uh, like, would you? Wait, did you say something? Like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Next question. But he would do it in a very amiable way because he's Clay Thompson. 
Um, so Lakers, uh, I mean, like, so you you outline like get back Jerry West. Not gonna happen. Get, get outside. How to outside, outside source and um, then you you might have to make some sort of. Uh, can LeBron recruit though? I guess that's the big question. I don't know. Like, I, I've kind of thought you know like maybe they could get Draymond. Um, yeah, but that wouldn't be very difficult. I think Draymond's more of an LA guy. I think he wants to be in that you know acting kind of TV. He's got. I mean, you could see it already. You know, so I don't think that that's going to be a very, especially if the Warriors don't want to pay him, which I think I don't think they I should. Right. I think if the Lakers offer a max deal, I just don't think it would be very hard. I think what they they might have to like how I I thought they should have sent this package or tried a package like they tried for Davis. I would have rather them done it for Kawhi Leonard last year, and, they, and everyone said, "Well, Pop wouldn't do it." Well, they didn't. They didn't fork over that the, the, the team like they did. I think he might have done it, you know. But what? Or we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know that they have the chips to do it, but you know, I would rather go after like Carl Anthony Towns or something like that. But but if you're waiting for LeBron to recruit a guy, I, I don't know that that's going to happen. I think the Lakers have to be proactive. I don't know if they have the chips though for for um, Carl Anthony Towns to put a fork in this i think like it's going to be interesting watching lebron in the next three years yeah like because he's not going to handle it well the no. decline in his game he won't handle no i don't think because he's never been able to play around other people everybody's had to play around him yeah and, and, and yeah so what's going to happen with that and how do the lakers if your house isn't in order right now yeah that that whirlwind when it's coming when LeBron's like basically making demands yeah. and like I need this I need that and everybody's looking at him like hey guess what you know life comes at you fast yeah. like you don't have the juice anymore yeah then that, when you lose the juice it's just really interesting the NBA is extremely unforgiving like that where you're gonna think you have the juice yeah but you don't anymore and I think that what happened with Car- Carmelo Anthony he <laughs> thought he had the juice <laughs> at every reason. juncture right. And now he's not in the league. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he should have. And I don't know. Did you see him at the game for uh, Wade's last game? It was him, LeBron, and, <laughs> yeah. and Chris Paul. And he's, yeah, the ball bounces to him in the crowd, you know, just like out of a timeout or, or yeah, something yeah. happened. The whistle's blown and the ball bounces to him. And he gets the ball and he like fakes like he's going to shoot. It looks like he's in pretty good shape. But, man, did he wear sweats to the game or something? <laughs> he was just in these baggy-ass sweats. Like, <laughs> like everybody else is dressed nice. And then I was like, mellow, man. <laughs> What's going gun, on? Gun, gun to your head is. Uh, does LeBron finish that contract? I don't think so. I don't think so. And do I, you think it's a? Uh, I'm just. I'm wondering how. I don't think so either. My gut tells me no. I think this summer will be the like key. Right. If they can pull it together, like if they can pull something together. My gut tells me that he will. That it might come to the point where they just buy him out. It's not that much money in the in the in the in the in the scope of buyouts for two years left. He's going to play there next year. Because doesn't yeah, he have an I option? Mean, doesn't he have an option for the fourth? Probably. So it's I three would, and a fourth. Yeah, I would look it up, but yeah. So or you know you get some other teams close, you know, and then the Lakers are just like we got to get we got to get this guy out of here. Because it's not, it's not going to be pretty. But yeah, and then, but even then, like you're trading LeBron James. That's just a hard thing to do. Like, no, it's hard. I mean, it's a hard thing to get rid of him, and then it's a hard thing, I think, to find a team that's going to be like the declining. I guess it's going to be a one hitter. 
It's gonna, yeah, be, it's, it's gonna be a team that's right there. It's gonna be a team that's right. It's gonna be a team right there. It's gotta be like a, a Warriors losing the finals. <laughs> Go get the ring. How, and, 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 and I guess against the backdrop would be the last point before we move in the Kings. The the backdrop of watching Wade and Dirk sort of orchestrate successful uh, retirement years and retirement. Right. Um, I don't know. It's not parades. What's the word they're calling it? The, the send off. The uh, set. Whatever. The parade's fine. We'll go with parade. <laughs> <laughs> parade. It's kind of been a parade for yeah. those two. Yeah, yeah. It was weird that those two went out in the same year, just yeah. given their their history, history. Yeah. and um, the, the contrast in their games, and mm-hmm. just sort of um, that. By and large, both have been you know regarded as extremely good dudes. That um, yeah. You know, um, there's some players that might disagree with Dwayne Wade, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he's getting the treatment. That's why I softened that. A he's little getting bit. the treatment, though. <laughs> Great person. I mean, I've, there's nothing about him off the court that I that I. And that's what's more important. Yeah, no, he was a little <laughs> bit of a prima donna there for you know like three years. Yeah, and just some of his, you know, just some of his stuff. I mean, he should have break a Rondo's arm one time, and like you know, he. Well, who hasn't broke? Who hasn't tried to break Rondo's arm? Necessarily knock you. Like. Broke Kobe Bryant's nose in the All Star game just because he was lazy and didn't feel like playing defense. Be like, you know, <laughs> it's like he's had some moments where you're like, "What are you doing, dude?" I, I also liked when uh, he he was in the post game and he wore his bling, it's like gold, like extremely shiny jacket, and they're like, "What are you gonna do after the game?" I'm gonna go party. Like, come on, people, I'm gonna go party. Uh, All right, let's talk Kings. <laughs> Kings. Kings. They were something else yesterday. Kings got a king. It was it's been a while. A and so I mean, like, um so I've been hearing that Jaeger wouldn't make it through the year since Well, uh, you've been talking to me about that off the off the, air. the old yeah, since we're we're basically putting it on the record right now. Yeah. The the OTR and I was telling people just like I don't like it doesn't matter that the Kings are doubling their Vegas win projections, like I'm, I'm like, this is what I'm hearing. He's not going to make it through the year. Yeah. And, um, the contrast there is just fascinating. It's like the, I was, I was listening to a, just kind of a general channel. Um, they play in the hallways here. Um, <laughs> this is like not a sports channel or anything. It's right. like a local Sacramento channel. Right. And they're talking about how he got let go. And like, the lady just, just like, what do you mean? Like, we're doing so good. <laughs> the average fan that's not plugged in hearing this is just got to be scratching Devastating. their heads. <laughs> like, but there are a lot of, you know, it's like everybody that describes Dave Yeager, they all just kind of go to, he's complicated and it's complicated because, you know, there's been this fight for, you know, last couple years about playing time and, then um, that all came to roost. So to, to sum this up, the Kings got rid of Dave Yeager yesterday. Um, they extended Vladi Divac, and he is going to um, not replace Brandon Williams, who they got rid of. And Brandon Williams is probably the most well-known assistant GM that we've seen in a while uh-huh. because he leaked to Chris Haynes the uh, Bagley's not playing enough and Dave Yeager might be on the, the, uh, the firing block story he did that in december while they were winning all these games and people saw him do it so it was um you know he became persona non grata real quick uh within the walls they did not like him at all and um 
So, uh, you had this sort of like reprise of past King's dysfunction <laughs> playing out in front of you while they're winning games, while seemingly everybody's pretty happy, right, um, right until the All-Star break. And then coming out of the All-Star break, Vlade said at his presser yesterday that that was essentially the downturn, and he thought that they could win more games. He thought that they didn't live up to the you know, to their level of play that they should be at, and that's sort of why he got rid of Jaeger. Mm-hmm. I think the um, behind-the-scenes story, <clears throat> pardon me, is that he has really struggled with playing time, not just in Sacramento but in Memphis, um, playing veterans that are no good and then not playing the young guys that the organization wants him to play. Mm-hmm. So um, he didn't uh, play Buddy Heald as much as Buddy Heald probably could have played last year. Uh, De'Aaron Fox struggled last year. Uh, they didn't have Bagley last year, but, um, you know, they played Zach Randolph. He was terrible. You know, I've been pretty clear about that. Um, coming into this year, they make the pick of Bagley. Sort of became a joke, you know, around the league. You pass Luka Doncic to uh, pick up Marvin Bagley, and then they look really good because Bagley looks outstanding. And, um, but Bagley's got a little chip on his shoulder. He takes a lot of bad shots. Yeah. He, is, he didn't, he didn't, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. He, he doesn't rookie. play within the flow of the offense. Um, I think he tried to take over the team is kind of how it looked. Could be. Right. Right. Could be. <laughs> His dad is a very vocal guy. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah, there is There's a lot of that going like, around. Bagley's dad if you're not jacked into the King's Matrix, like has been out on Instagram, basically, I think he called. Ye- he, he, I don't think I know. He called Dave Yeager Coach Yogurt, <laughs> which is funny on a couple levels. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like, well, it's a little overtly racial, right? Oh, I didn't even think about. That. I, 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 I just I, actually, I didn't was... think about that when I first heard it too. But it's like Jaeger and yogurt. Yeah, like, I, yogurt's I, a white. Th- yeah, right. I think that it's also like the fact of like an old guy like thinking he's really giving it to somebody yeah. with such a corny like you know what I mean like like he's like sitting around with all his with his older buddies and they're like oh, watch he's this watch, watch this one yeah yeah <laughs> call him yogurt and he's. <laughs> He's definitely one of those guys that like types how he talks. I love those people. You read their stuff like an email you get, and you're like, "Whoa, that's like a crazy email." Yeah. No, 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 no. They just type how they talk. Just read it out loud. Here, <laughs> you read it to me, and it'll make more makes sense. much more sense. Uh, yeah. So, uh, um, but Bagley's sort of like that brashness is that you would get out of his dad. Mm-hmm. It's in his game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got. Darren Fox just doing these amazing things. Buddy Hill doing these amazing things. And you step on the court and you're like, no, no, no. I'm the guy. <laughs> and that's the, you know, that's the attitude of a winning player. Yeah. Um, so it, you kind of like, you go with it, right? Sure, sure. And you let him play. Yeah. Um, he didn't start Bagley pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. Um, Nemanja Bielitsa, probably one of the worst players in the NBA this year. He got a lot of <laughs> playing time. Bielitsa! I mean, that dude, and what's so crazy is like that, I, I've never seen a person loaf as bad as Bielitsa in a while on a basketball floor. Like, such indifference, like, 
Like somebody, it's kind of like you pointing, like, "Hey, you got my guy." Hey, you got my guy. Like you know, the guy yeah, just the does old, a lot of pointing. The on old him. guy, yeah. <laughs> ah, oh yeah. Switch, Huffin switch, switch, Huffin. switch, switch. What is so it? once he realizes there's nobody to point to, and there's like it's his guy. <laughs> Then he like casually sort of jogs out to put a hand up. And then when he doesn't get there, he kind of shrugs his shoulders and he's like, maybe next time. (laughs) We'll see. No guarantees. (laughs) That guy getting praised for his basketball IQ and his gritty, gritty play, I might add. Um, You know, he's playing ahead of him. And um, him and Giles, there was a lot of calls to get more minutes and they didn't come. And I think actually it was the right call. Like you shouldn't have given those guys more uh, leash because they weren't handling the leash that they were given. Uh-huh. And, um, but that ended up being his undoing. Um, well, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't know. The whole thing is just funny. The Kings well, crack me up. Yeah, they, they just can't, they, they cannot. And that's, you know, like I, it's not just the Kings, it's everybody. Like, this idea of not being able to like get better at your job. I mean, like he's still, I mean, how long was he in Memphis for three, three years? Yeah. Three years. He's still a young coach. Well, he, and he <laughs> you know, he's, like he's actually an experienced, he's young and he's experienced at the same time. Cause all those years coaching in the G league. Yes. But the G league isn't the NBA. It's no, a, you no, know, no, and it's, 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 you got guys that are in the G league. Far from it. Yeah. Then you guys in the G league, you know, playing the co- hard. They're playing and hard. Coaches, you know, coaches have could, the hammer it, in the G League. It, it, yeah, exactly. They, they have, have the hammer because they don't play you. You're not going to get seen. And it could have, it could be bad for a coach. If you think you have the hammer yeah. and then you come in and that's what he's essentially done. He said, I want to win the locker room by giving Zach Randolph 27 minutes per game because Zach's got the big hammer in the locker room. Right. I've been there, done that. I'm yeah. Zach Randolph. I right. got a promise of playing time, so right. I'm going to play. Right. So I'm going to tell you what it is. By and large, everybody thinks he's a great guy. So, you know, we're not bagging on Zach here. No, 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 no. But so you give that guy minutes and he's not trying on defense. He's getting crushed on defense. They're playing four on five out there. And then he's taking bad shots on top of it. Yeah. (laughs) And your buddy Heald. Buddy Heald playing just 150% every single possession. Right. Scrapping, 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 and then you miss one little assignment. Dagger <laughs> is heated, yeah. and you are now not playing. Yeah, that contrast doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, but you, but that happens because you're trying to teach Buddy Hill a lesson. Yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it's two different sets of standards, right? It, it, it just, it's just like when, when do guys like. When do you start, and this happens in like, you know, I watch more, you know, a lot more football than you do too. Mm, I miss football. But like, at some point, when do you start like hiring the right guy? And then like, why, you know, you know, like they, like the, uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals are the number one draft pick, you know, and they're talking about taking a quarterback and they just took a quarterback in the first round last year. And like, they've kept the, They fired the coach. After one season, and now they, but they've keeping the GM. Like, if you're GM, if you're the owner, and the GM comes to you and he says, like, he just fired the coach. He says, "Hey, we're gonna take another quarterback." I'm like, I'll accept your resignation. <laughs> you know, like, but, but, you know, but this is the like, this is the weird thing in like, Sacramento <laughs> is they're winning. Like, they've moved the franchise forward. Yeah. 
And they've locked into a lot of stuff. Yeah, but... I mean, like, lottery-wise, pick-wise. I mean, like, apparently, Magic wanted Fox, and Genie wanted Lonzo. Well... And look at how lucky that worked out for both franchises, you know? Like... Um, it's it's luck on some of on some level. Is that that is that the word coming out now? That magic one in Fox. The, that is the word coming. out. I would have that. See, these people. I don't understand. Like your magic, he should have quit then. But <laughs> like, that's when he should have quit. Like, here's, like here's that's other, when he should have quit. Right there. The other thing about magic that the criticism is like he was sort of just like not. Really, there? Like, oh no! I that's, mean, that's like, true. He he. Like, like if you're Vlade. Half, if you're, <laughs> Vlade, it's funny because Vlade. Well, no, Vlade's not even going to replace the the guy that was doing a lot of the talking with other executives around the league. Yeah, Brandon Williams. Now he's gone. Yeah. So now Ken Catanella is the only guy in that capacity, and then there's Peja. <laughs> that's the three man front office right now. Nice. You know. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin from the office. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like the with with Vlade, he's he's now there's stories sort of like coming out, and this is all just marketing stuff, like that he's consolidated his power. <laughs> this is the Godfather, or something. He's the Vladfather, man. And, and actually, and actually, there's a picture of, of Vladi with uh, Doug Christie. That's totally Vladfather. They look like they just ordered the hit on somebody, <laughs> and it's really a cool picture. That's and cool. <laughs> you know what? There's something to be said. Like you know, Doug Christie knows a lot about basketball, and um, I think Vladi does know a lot about basketball. I mean, the way he played and his history around the game. He's not going to run. Like he doesn't have the energy to run around like some of these execs looking at the youngest talent and the second round right. runners and all that. These are the details, the that's, detail that's, work. That's right. That's, 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 that's the problem. Falls apart. Here's, here's, a, here's a great test for the Kings. If they can figure out that Rashawn Holmes will f- like fit their team and take them to the next level, that would be a sign of a, of a, of a smart, strong front office. But they won't probably. We'll see. Unless they, they, they've been listening to my tweets, well. which they never do. But like – can they figure this is this is a big deal? Are you going to spend twenty million dollars on Nick Vucevic, <laughs> who who doesn't fit your team, or are you going to go get the guy that's probably going to cost you five or seven, maybe nine? These are the questions because then you could take the ten and spend it somewhere else. Yeah, um, but you know, as far as Dave Yeager goes, like you're right about he he like I would not have gotten rid of him right. Just, just full stop. I wouldn't. Right. And I, I have. I thought he was stupid for playing Zach Randolph. He was Matt Barnes the year before was as bad as Randolph and then some. Right. Right. I mean, there was probably he probably set a record for hitting poor people in the fifth row upside the head with passes that had no chance. It's like soccer, you know, when they like when they kick a goal, it's like it's like thirty feet over the thing. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and that's the it's like, it's like not even you're like why are you a professional soccer player if you can miss that badly like that guy's getting minutes and then like the best player on the team is not because he's got the locker room yeah. you know like Barnes was installed Matt Barnes was installed as team leader by DeMarcus Cousins and Jaeger's like well I don't want to win I don't want to fight that fight yeah. so Matt here's 27 we know, minutes you know how everyone loves DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> So uh, I mean, he's he's gone. Maybe we can bring the Marcus Cousins back. He'll be a free agent. I, I would, I would, I would, I would pay money for that just to see Grant Napier's head explode. 
Grant Napier. It would explode. Grant like, Napier. <laughs> Huge Grayson Allen fan. But is he? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a theme there. Uh, <laughs> but but the... Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, Demarcus. But okay, so I mean, the Kings. Like, I mean, we are talking about a team that's got Fox, Heald, and Bagley locked up. I mean, really, they can just you know control the three assets yeah. for a long time. I, I mean, free agency theoretically should be very easy. I would think. Yeah, and, and let's pivot to Luke Walton because you you do right. have a lot of experience watching Luke Walton, like. Is this the play? I mean, we're we're hearing he's the favorite to get the job, and and but this is the this is the funny part where the two teams intersect, and it's you know great that they have history with each other. But like uh, Nate Jones, um, agent, said that it's like no secret that uh, the Luke Walton and Sacramento thing's been a thing mm-hmm. for a good couple months, right? And that's sort of parallels. You watch these two teams, like Luke Walton looked like crap. You know, for the last month, like dead man walking, mm-hmm. like I'm checked out, I'm out of here. Same thing with the Sacramento Kings. Their team checked out for the last month. Now, magic different does circumstance, diff- different circumstances. I mean, one's, one's checking out on the going on, still on the upbeat. It's more like, okay, we're eliminated from the playoffs. What are we going to, we going to risk but hurting? I, a- I think they all knew though. I think that the Kings knew that he was right. on his way out, and, right. and then why play anymore for this guy? We did just get eliminated from the playoffs, right. you know. Bagley at that point is is basically taking any shot he wants, yeah. And I don't think the other guys wanted to even fight him on it. Like you know, Fox was out there; he was getting his. Buddy was out there getting his. You know, the tempo of the team just completely changed, and. Lo and behold, Magic Johnson has his press conference. It's like he decided on the spot. Like, I'm just done with this. Yeah. And now you have trajectories that could change. Like, what if they do keep Luke Walton in L.A.? And then what if Luke hesitates because of whatever dance that's occurring in L.A.? And then the Kings go, well, you know, maybe Monty Williams is the guy. Or maybe we go Ettore Messina. So you have a couple franchises in flux here, but Luke Walton's been the the guy yeah. that they've had their eye on, especially Vladi. Right. So let's play this out a little bit, Luke Walton with the Kings. What do you think? Like I said, I mean, as far as like building culture, I think, you know, he has a lot as a big wealth of how to, you know, structure a practice and a training camp. And, you know, I think that, you know, it, it. He's not a bad coach. There's a lot of room for improvement, but then again, we don't know what the strings were being pulled as far as playing time. You know, I thought that. Oh God, that's, you know, that's you know, that's that, that's factor. unknown. We don't know, like, because some of the stuff, you know, you look some of that stuff. I mean, sure, maybe the Zubak thing at that one game, whatever. There was a couple games where he certainly could have done things, but we have no idea what he's been being told. I thought, I thought that there were times like earlier in the season when Wagner first came back there was a couple of really good stretches he had and then he just wouldn't play anymore and I kind of felt that once the Anthony Davis thing was happening I kind of felt that the Lakers were high on Wagner and just didn't want to show 
Mm. You know, and so they, they, he was being because they were like he'd play like he got in like five minutes or six minutes of the first. So half. another team doesn't ask. So for another him. team doesn't ask for him as part of his, as part of, his, of the heat. These playing time things are the biggest thing that people don't know about. But people don't like, know about. They, they're so prevalent, right? And it's so like you're like, well, why is a guy like Zach Randolph playing? Right. And you're like, well, because when he was pitched to come to Sacramento, we promised him playing time. And if we don't give it to him, the next time we make that pitch, right. nobody's going to listen to us. Right. So I, so like, so some of the X's and O problems that people have with him, Could we be. don't even know yeah. that he had control of those, those things. So it would, I think that it, He's, there's room for improvement, but I think in general he's a good coach, and he certainly has those other aspects as far as the personality management. But I wouldn't like, I mean, for a guy like, uh, for a guy like De'Aaron Fox, or um, for for both Fox and Hield, and and even for Badley, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. I mean, Tyrone Lue would be a good fit. I think, I think mm. he'd be a great fit there. He's got, he's he's got the ring. He's played for good coaches, assisted. Um, I think that would be a really good move. The one guy I still don't understand who doesn't get any offers, and maybe maybe he doesn't want to, but I don't understand how Sam Cassell hasn't got hasn't got a, a look as far as – because he's like the – like when I think of a guy that's probably going to be a really good coach from just from their playing, it's Sam Cassell. It's totally, I mean, a champion, wasn't great, but wasn't bad, still had some cachet, could still maybe drop 30 occasional, was a cold killer down the stretch. I mean, like, and, and you Obligatory see- Obligatory big balls dance reference. Yes, and be, and when you see him on the sidelines, I mean, he's he's kind of a throwback, which for a young team, like, it might not work with some well, veterans, but for a group like that- He's going to tell Bagley, get your, here's, get your ass on the, the bench. the other thing that, that really affected the Kings is they traded for Harrison Barnes and got rid of Iman Shumpert. Right. And Shump was a hilarious, hilarious force on for this team. Basically, kind of just gave him the swagger and the confidence mm-hmm. that they didn't ever have. Right. And when he left, that confidence and swagger went right out the door. Right. And you brought in sort of... Yeah, Barnes is just like right down the middle. Like, yeah, he is. He says the right things. He does the right things. He's a great guy to have on your team. Sure. But he's not barking at somebody, right? Like, you know, getting underneath somebody's skin and making them play harder, right? Yeah. And, and oh no, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was it's that irrational confidence that yeah that, that sometimes guys need. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. gave that to them, and then he was out the door, and that just sort of left. And that was also going back to the Jaeger stuff, like. That tension of, um, okay, we brought in Harrison Barnes and now you're going to play him at power forward. Yeah. Like, you've been complaining you don't have a, a small forward. <laughs> there was something to that, like, kind of like, no, nah, I don't think he can play small forward. Yeah. Because he can't, in my opinion. Like, he can against certain guys, but in a league gone small, Harrison Barnes struggles to slide his feet. He's I haven't good. watched him play in a while. He He's versatile. He's versatile and, like, that makes, especially for a Kings team that lacked his position, his size, like right. that makes him useful. Yeah. But he, um, like, and, he got torched by Marcus Morris one game. It was so hard to watch. Marcus Morris is slowish. Staying in front of him? Staying in front of him. That's too bad. Yeah. It was like, I mean, watching, like, it'd be like if Bielitsa went by you yeah. or something. Like, and he is like, it makes sense with the, because he is like, uh, like freakishly strong. 
Yeah. Like I remember that coming out of the draft, he like just was, people were like, cause he's so lean and thin, mm-hmm. but like everything in the weight room. And if you ask anyone that plays against like, he's like, they're like, when you bang Harrison Barnes, like they're like, yeah, he's yeah, so move. he's great against a six foot eight, six foot 10 strong. Yeah. You know, kind of uh, like a LeBron, sure. even though he couldn't cover him when, you know, back in the day, like against that kind well, of build. Eh. Well, the Warriors didn't do much to help him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Jaeger kind of just sort of eschewed this, like, you know, hey, we're going to bring in a piece for you. And then he's like, ah, we'll play with the four. Yeah. You know, and, and then we'll run our three guards out. And the three guards obviously struggled. And, and he overplayed Iman Shumpert because he was a veteran that had the locker room. And right, right. So the contrast again was, um, you know, what kind of got him in trouble there. Uh, so you like Cassell. And um, who was the other name you mentioned? Uh, Ty Lue. Those are two names that have not been mentioned anywhere. Right. Uh, and but because because the Kings, I think, have this sort of almost already figured out. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> they, they got their their three guys that are on the list. Who are the, who are those guys? Messina. It's so who's that? Ettery Messina, assistant for San Antonio, and uh-huh. he's been interviewed all sorts of times. Around See the, the like good looking black dude. No, no, no. That's. That's uh, Ime the, Udoka. That's Udoka. That's right. It's um. That's right. No, no, no. He just he's like an old. Um, he's a player, he's, right? He's uh, Udoka. Well, I'm oh for one on on knowing who management uh, used to be as players. <laughs> Messina coached overseas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he came across and he's been underneath Pop, but he's interviewed all over the league. Uh, and who's the other guy? Um, Walton. So it's just those two. Uh, Walton, Messina, Messina, and Monty Williams. And Monty Williams plays at a slow pace. Or, or he, he's, he's not, he has nev- not been an up-tempo pace guy. And, and Vlade said that's what they want. So yeah. I, I think... But, w- yeah, I mean... Williams he has been in the gym with Darren Fox, though. He might throw that out the window. Yeah, I do. <laughs> when you, yeah, see, yeah, that, yeah. When I, you see that dude move with the ball, you're like, okay, we got to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely think that. And I think, I, I think a lot of Monty Williams, I think he would... Um, I think he He's deserves another coach. chance in the league. Yeah, um, he deserves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the the thing that people will say about this Jaeger thing is that you're not going to find an upgrade, like an uh, like a like a guaranteed like I know this guy's better than him. Like I don't think you could say that about Walton. I don't think you could say that about any of these guys that we know for sure. He's a better coach than Jaeger. But here's the big but here: the stuff that Jaeger's done with playing time and then the way he's managed relationships up and down the chain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, it, the, the grading effect that it's had. Cause he did the same thing in Memphis. Yeah. It was a little bit different. I mean, he basically was like a little bit of a free agent he tried to go up and get a job. Well, I mean, I mean, as far as like, he, he's not like, he wasn't like there either. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's, it's a, it's a complicated thing. Like people like him, but he's, uh, before he got there, the term that was used was he's a prickly pear. You yeah. Know, and, because he's just not, he like he's unnecessarily a dick. Like, it, right. So you know, there's a like, common denominator. Then we have yeah. two different franchises on the other side of the country, and, the, and there's one common denominator to him. Well, the, the, the counter <laughs> you know? to that would they'd be like, well, look at the owner. You know, <laughs> you got Robert Perry, you got Vivek Ranadive. Yeah. So they, that's true. Too. It could be yeah. truth on both sides of the line. That's true. Um, he's uh, he's out. I'm intrigued by some of your coaching ideas. I, I mean, would like to see. I mean, I think Walton could be good. Yeah, um, uh, I'll probably stay open. 
Yeah. You know, and instead of just be like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, just sort of see how that goes. Um, but I think um, I would like to see Ty Lue coach without LeBron. Yeah. I want to see how that looks. I, I do too. And, and I want to see. I want. I would like to see somebody like Sam Cassell because you know get who, the ropes because you know there was that there's that uh I think it's a it's either European or a, a like Cayman Island like that does just crazy odds. On, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know who they said the next Laker coach going to be? Oh, <laughs> Jawan Howard. Oh boy. <laughs> they, that's what that was like. That was like three weeks ago. Really? That's it. What that's were the odds the, on that? Do we know? Five thousand to one? I forget. No, that was that was the. They, that's that, where they had. They oh, had. They had him as the number one guy. Wow! Because of their relationship from Miami. Holy moly! If I'm Jawan Howard and I really want to be a, a career as a head coach, I'm not touching that job. For oh them. hell no! That's no, you got it's, enough. Money. Your relationship. You could ask. Get on the phone with Ty Lue. Your relationship with LeBron as a main assistant is a hell of a lot different than as the head coach. Mm-mm-mm. It's a hell of a lot different. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be some interesting times in the NBA. Um, I think uh, just the 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 two franchises. You got LeBron in one, and then you got a top three, or you got three players that could be the top of their position in the other, with a good young core and um, you know an owner that wants to win um, desperately. Might not know exactly how he wants to get there or how to get there. And then you've got a beloved franchise figure running the show who does it in an old school way, and apparently is going to do it on his own now with the assistance of just two people and we'll see what happens next and uh i'm rooting for him i i I like you know i like covering a team that's not dysfunctional i liked at this last year watching them play well (laughs) was so much different than anything i've ever been exposed to 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 i did not know what to do with myself (laughs) everybody's like oh you're so negative and it's like well come on i mean like just waiting for the shoe to drop you know like i i I've seen things. I've been there. Right? Might have a little PTSD. That's going to do it for this show. Um, we're going to do a playoff preview here shortly. We're going to release both of them here in the next couple of days. Uh, follow us online at hoop-ball.com. Uh, K-O-Z-A-N-D-B-R-U show is our Twitter handle. And you can find us there on Facebook where you have picked up the pace, I noticed. You, you sent out a post like three weeks ago. <laughs> I did. I can't remember what it was about that. We'll have to get that for the next show. Yes. Another one's in the books, people. Peace.